Alright guys, welcome back to the Creative Podcast. With me today is Michael Gatley. What's up? Not too much, mate. Not too much. Just surviving the pandemic, you know? Just surviving, yeah. It's pretty much everyone at the moment, isn't it? Well, so third guest here is obviously Michael, better known as Mick G Productions. He's a videographer, filmmaker, he's an editor. He does a lot, basically. That's um, the best way to put it, I think. So, a quick question, obviously, I'm asking everyone so far. What makes you a creative? Uh, it's a bit of a tricky one, I think. Uh, I think the guy, Joe, I think he interviewed in the first one, said it yeah. spot on. I think everybody everybody is creative. Um, you know, even even in office jobs, people adapt creatively right like i think creatives can be anything it's it's a in my opinion it's the way of adapting to an everyday situation so what makes me creative um i guess i'm not very good with words like typing i'm not very good with maths or anything academically but i'm very good at visualizing um i'm very good at taking just maybe a a bottle on my table and turning it into a story um, I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but I'm very good at using uh, or seeing, I guess, the world around me in story form. And that's what makes me, in my opinion, a creative. That's a really good um, really good explanation there. And I definitely agree with you when you say about it's about adapting to your environment. I think a good example as well, just who's not a creative, is my father. However, he's a, he's a salesman. And I think a job like that, you have to adapt to your environment constantly um a bit like a photographer same thing you you deal with you deal with your clients they ask you for a product you got to adapt to who it is you got to adapt to what product you're selling it's um yeah you got i think you got to be creative in this world to actually get anywhere really when you haven't if you haven't got the money to start off with you need to you know they always say you know you got your deck of cards but you have to play with what you got you got to be creative about it really i think that's um great yeah, i mean i i, I think like it's it's everything right like let's think the most boring job in the world right that's a to me that's like accounting that's fair enough you know um someone who sits behind numbers every day but from all the accountants i know they have all different techniques of counting the numbers oh see okay and if you're creative right my video style might be the same team as someone else's but I'm throwing in my own twist. I'm making it mine. You know, it's being creative is always a, adapting. It's always taking something and trying to make it, you know, yeah. unique. So if they're doing the same numbers, but in a unique sense, is that not creative? It is. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think yeah, I think that's the best way, the best word, sorry, to describe, the best word to compare to creative is probably adapting. It's, uh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, good example is we're both well, you're a lot more experienced than me, but we're both esports photographers, videographers, and at the end of the day, you're working for a team, but you're in a single arena. You've got a certain amount of things that you can actually, you know, photograph or, or film, and there's about 50 photographers there. So if you're all taking the same photo, you've got to change it up the way you approach it. Rather, is that the angle you take it at? Is it the way you edit it? Is it the way you color grade it? You've got to make it unique to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry, go on. No, I mean like with, with what we do, it's you know you can't tell the players to be like, oh yeah, can you just sit down there? Can you just replay that map? 
well you know you can attempt to tell them what to do but they don't like it very much um i've learned that i've learned that so <laughs> i think so they're not going to remember this either right because i don't even i don't think they remember who i am so obviously you know in obtained we're both we're both mm-hmm. um yeah and when i was working in cdl i was working for a team called team elitist and didn't i it only clocked onto me a few days ago that half of their team is actually obtained same people and i've worked with them didn't realize and after their game they're really tired which is fair enough because you know they have they're men- mentally exhausting from playing games and yeah. but the owner who's i'm pretty sure he's american i can't remember his name off, off uh, my weaves, heart. Yeah. weaves that's uh, it i'm pretty sure he wanted me to do some form of interview with the players yeah probably but i physically couldn't i i didn't know where they was and obviously he took so long to respond to his phone because he's doing stuff and i couldn't physically get the interviews they didn't want to do it they they were just trying to relax and you just have to adapt also to your content because unfortunately in events definitely when it's all it's mostly improvised yeah. unfortunately you can't get what you want all the time no very rarely actually when you can get what you want yeah, i mean covid is a good example of getting what not getting what you want like our oh, career-wise honestly like obviously i'm in university now and originally that wasn't my plan i've had so many different plans for since this year started you know i came came from college in february i had insomnia book i'd cdl book had a few weddings books you know i was i was ready for this year and cove was like actually i don't think that's gonna happen today uh, not, not sure about that one yeah mate covid's been it's, it's been interesting it's been interesting honestly i can't I'm, I'm lucky to say that I've not had it. Well, I don't think I've had it. I've been quite safe these past three weeks. I've barely been outside, which, you know, bad and good in its own little ways. But, right, mm-hmm. another question I want to ask, just just a little thing. What do you think, you're, on top of your head, obviously, because I don't have to think about this too much, but experience-wise, what is one of your worst experiences you've had as a creative so far, like most difficult you've had to deal with? Um... Org owners. <laughs> uh, a lot of scams. A lot of scams. I can tell you my worst experience was uh, HCS London. Um, uh, some people will know who I was working for. Owner said he booked my hotel, arrived to London. It was in Fulham. Chelsea is right beside Fulham. Mm. Every hotel was booked out. I arrived to get told that uh, there was no hotel booked, so I had to stay wow. in a hostel. No way, really? Ended up, yeah, ended up getting robbed. I did not. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. That's insane. Yeah. Not many people know that. I was very quiet about it until um, I started talking with Kluxer and you know other people. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to let this happen to anyone else. And uh, since then, I, I spoke about it a bit more. But yeah, org owners um, in amateur, hmm. even some professional org owners tend to be the biggest problem. Uh, worst experience wise in between you have the players refusing to do media but yeah of course that's that's controllable it's a certain degree yeah you can control that and the org owners i think i do think sometimes when working at esports events this is i think sometimes the owners um what's the word i'm looking for here they expect that they think you have the power to make the players do what they want and the org owners don't ever want to get involved by the looks of it. they don't yeah. get involved too much i'm like that's fair They're enough scared that's not your job but at the same time if you want something done with your organization i am not part of that i can't make the players you're the one who pays them at the end of the day it should be really be them helping organize and stuff 
which never happens. <laughs> Definitely never yeah. happens. And I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about this again. This would be a third episode in a row, but I've obviously told people my experience of um, an Orgona before, which I'm pretty sure you've heard. Um, I, I, I still can't actually remember the org name. That's why I've not mentioned it. But um, it's gone out of my head what the org name was. I was working with Team Elitist and they have the other org and... Yeah, that was a that was a very stressful event, and another yeah. thing that happened, which was funny, more funny than anything. So I got to the um, Copper Box Arena. That's that's what it's called. I'm bear in mind, I've I've only ever worked at one event before. Then I was kind of confused where I was going. I sort of wandered. I, I found my way to the um, check-in for like the media stuff. I was checking my bag. Sort of turned around. I bumped into someone. I'm like, oh, this guy is rock solid. I look up. It's oh, it's Face Sensor. Oh. Oh, he's like a mountain. I just thought that was funny, honestly. I said, oh, sorry, bear in mind, I'm like five foot four. I'm, I just sort of said, sorry, and just walked away. And he just, he didn't say anything. He just walked straight through the gate. I was like, yeah. well, that was my experience. I haven't really talked to him, unfortunately. I didn't get to talk to too many people. The closest I probably got was watching Hex eat a sandwich. That was, that was interesting. Good old, good old experiences you get when you sit in the media room. Because everyone, yeah, no. yeah. I oh. got to interview quite a few people working for Dexterda, um, obviously. Oh yeah, I do see them. I do see them about on LinkedIn quite often. Um, I'm not yeah. actually sure what they are as a company. What do they they're, do? They're just a, a media company. They just like articles, like an online media. Right, I see. Okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> definitely um definitely interesting. I definitely looking at my LinkedIn. They seem to get some good stories yeah. out. Now, something I want to ask about, not exactly to do with videography, but I want to ask you about your Twitch, your Twitch streams, your your progress, because yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'll let you talk about it in a minute, but it was it was, it was amazing when I visited your Twitch stream, and I think for about, I want to say 25, 30 minutes straight, sub after sub after sub after sub, and I just want to see what your thoughts are on it, really, like how, are you enjoying streaming, basically? Um... Well, there's a, a big context behind this, which is I don't stream, I don't like, I don't do it for the money, and I definitely don't do it for the subs. Uh, and I need to make that clear because I get told that I'm a streamer, but I make it very clear I'm not trying to be a full time streamer. I will never be a full time streamer because the purpose for me to stream is, uh, as as a lot of people know, which I spoke about on my stream, I've had a very difficult life. Um, with a, a lot of things such as drugs, alcohol, etc., etc. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of it. So I've had a very difficult life, and I've had a lot of problems in my life, um, from suicides to losing to like losing people to to different disease fights. So I, I started getting into uh, streaming to try and spread a positive atmosphere and try and build a, a family. So if I'm not around people have each other's backs that's that's the main thing uh on on why i started streaming obviously december was a, a weird month for me um i think a lot of people saw that i was trying to really push this difference because as you know twitch and esports is a very toxic atmosphere and i'm yeah very, yeah I, I, would, I would quite confidently say um, there's a good few people who push it but i'd say quite confidently that i'm one of the people who's really trying to push this toxic out of the UK scene. Yeah, I definitely, I agree uh, with you, 
and I think that's why I got a lot of support. Now this month has been very quiet. I've only streamed I think three times. So yeah, I'm going through a lot mentally all the time. So um, uh, yeah, I think it was just people wanted to support. You know the the push that I was speaking about, uh, showing that it was okay to cry on stream, showing it's okay to speak about your problems. You know it's okay to to take a step back and analyze. You know what you've what you've been through. I've cried on stream multiple times from the support that I've gotten. Um, but I think that's ultimately why my stream kind of had that growth. I don't expect it ever to happen again. And to be honest, I kind of don't want it. I don't want people to gift so much because two things one it makes me feel like i have to stream and i don't want to stream if i'm not okay to stream right it's one of my biggest problems with subs and then the second reason uh i just feel like if people are giving me money i know technically they're just donating right they're technically supporting and um, because it's their money and that they, they like what they see or whatever but to me it it goes to the this second question i have of like uh it's not the reason why i do it so i'm actually happy that I can see my sub can't go that lower uh, all the time. Okay, yeah, that's definitely an interesting perspective on it. I mean, I definitely agree with trying to push the toxicity out of the UK scene and streaming because I don't yeah. think I'm I mean, a more toxic thing than the UK esports scene, honestly. Obviously, obviously, if people want to stream full-time, I'm all for it, right? Like, I understand full-time streaming and I understand full-time content creating and trying to be a positive influence in the scene full-time. But for me, my life lies with my camera and creating stories. I'm rule of documentaries and my life will always be about that. I never want to have to sit behind my computer longer. Like, if someone came to me, and this is the, the question I always get, right? Like, uh, someone came to me and was like you could have ten thousand for a new production setup and travel uh or you can stream for ten thousand viewers which would you take i'll take the ten thousand production setup oh, and travel. oh yeah that that is that, at the end of the day that is my dream as well my dream is to yeah. finish my university degree you know two and a half years i got left get my degree i've got the lucky thing about i think i can say a lucky thing about me is that I'm not one of the students who have just gone into the degree and, and you know, because it sounds good. You know, I've been doing photography yeah. and videography for three years prior. I have some decent work experience and I know what I want to do in my life. I want to travel. You know, at the end, I actually want to be a colorist. As my, I would love to be a colorist. I love color grading. I love turning a blank film into like your your vision as such. You know, yeah. that's, that's always, always what I wanted to do. That's the same with me in the in the sense of, like I've met so so many beautiful people through Twitch, that each person 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 could uh, <laughs> say their say their own story. Like, um, I won't say names, but she'll know who she is if she watches this. Uh, one of the most beautiful women I've ever talked to, and she has so much going on. Yet, she's one of the inspirations hugely in my life like without her i don't know what i would be doing right now you know there was times where um i was i've been itching for drugs you know like i'm nearly six months sober uh she's been there for about four of the months and she would calm me down right like yeah. she doesn't have to calm me down you know and she is so much fighting but she takes time out to make sure i'm okay and multiple people do this right like like i've all my mods have been there every step you know if i if i turn my stream off after two hours or if i don't respond to to a message i get all these messages from them 
um from my mods from even viewers now you know i got I, I like i have built this little family this little community like i've like i have so many stories from these people who message me privately um and uh that's what i love about streaming it's uh, it's the only reason why i stream is is to be able to communicate with people and to help them uh if you know if i can help them or if i can make them smile i always say if i can make one person smile a day that's my job done i think that's a i think that's probably the best way you could put it to be fair um i definitely think creating a community like you do is you know the best thing having inspirations helps and i'm happy for you to obviously shout out the person if you want to or would she prefer not to be mentioned Oh shoot! 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 Kill me! Oh, if, uh, okay, if, if, I, if I if I said her name, but she knows who she is, and I'll I'll link her this podcast um, and uh, yeah, I mean like when I say she's one of the most beautiful, I mean all my mods are beautiful uh, people, but like um, she doesn't realize what she's done for me, and that's why I use her as an example because she puts all her challenges to the side to to help me um not that she should not that she has to but because she wants to you know yeah and uh it inspires me to to want to be a better person no that's um that's great and i hope she does see his podcast and i hope she does hear what you said because i think that's uh important for her to know how much you you look up to her yeah. as such i think that's the right word maybe but you know yeah. what i mean by that yeah, yeah of okay. course i mean yeah i think um definitely think inspirations are very important um, in anything really because I've mentioned on my first my first podcast that one of my biggest inspirations it, you know it's you to be fair you've helped me since I've started yeah. you've helped I'm me with my video edits that. yeah oh, well it's true though because my first one of my first ever video edits I can't remember if this was Epic LAN or it was a CDL but one of them you'd happily tell me what's wrong with it which I think you know I think's good because unfortunately when you show it to friends and family they like they like to sugarcoat things they like to say oh that's that that's amazing yeah. but having a another perspective from somebody who's worked in the industry for so long is very helpful and i'll always always appreciate that yeah i mean for me it was it was i'm well aware i'm very down to earth that people all the time you know like oh go greatest greatest of this and i'm very aware that i'm not um and i don't want to be because if you're the greatest then you can't get better simple as uh if i believe that i can improve i will always improve and i use my inspirations and then i met you a few years back i'd say now and uh you know we we got talking and you were a photographer and then i was like okay uh you have like i, I think i might have said i think you're better at video than photography or i think you'd be better suited for video because you you can capture stuff that people are missing and um I don't sugarcoat with no, anything. No, you don't. That's a good thing. I, I, yeah, it's it's just how it is. I like I'm well aware that one day you're going to be better than me. Oh, I don't know about well that one, but no, I, I I do. I I said it from day one. I said that you you will you'll take my space, uh, or I will leave esports and you'll take my place. And I still stand by it. Uh, you know, there's a ton of people in the industry, but that's just how it goes. That is that is nature. That is the nature of the business we're in. You can never be the best. And if you are the best, you'll never stay on top. Um, awards don't mean anything. I mean, obviously they do to some degree, but they, you know, in esports, they don't mean anything. Um, 
I know I can oh. happily say that. I, I, we, won't, we won't mention things, but definitely controversy hit the ground when those got released. Yeah. But yeah, so, I know what you mean by that. So, you know, I saw you as a, a young talent and I was like, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure this guy knows, you know, the do's and the don'ts and why it doesn't. Because I'll never just be like, that's shit. I'll never be like, that's shit. I'll be like, you can't use that. And here's why you can't use that. When the viewer is watching, it'll be too distracting when you're taken away. Like, you know, I'll explain. Yeah, I'll give an explanation. Yeah, constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with that. And um, I've completely lost my train of thought. I was going to say something and it's gone. <laughs> uh, you know what? While, um, while I think of what I was going to say, um, I think, yeah, I'm going to ask just another question. Yep. Because I know, you know, there's always opinions about whether it's the best thing to do. When it comes to being a filmmaker, photographer, editor, anything that's a creative as such, how viable do you think esports is currently? Do you think it's a viable option? Do you think it's a good option? Do you think people should branch out? Because I know that's a good question to ask you. Uh, first, I apologise. I'm looking away from my camera. No, you're it's good. ADHD, so I get distracted. <laughs> no, you're fine, you're fine. Um, man, I, I love esports, but I, I hate it. it. There is so little money. There is so little money as a creative in esports. That is just a goddamn true about it. And we have one step harder than that. We're based in the UK and Europe. Yeah, nothing. Happened. And if you're not working for a pro team, which is already limited because there's very few pro teams. It's, it it's, it's you're working endless jobs to to pay off and i'm uh, i would confidently say i am proof of how hard working you have to be to get full time in esports because if anybody knows me they'll back it even to this day i average about two hours sleep wow i wake up at four i go to the gym at half four right i come back from 6 a.m to about 12 i'm editing then i start up my stream all right for a few hours and then i'll edit after stream go to sleep at 12 like i'm I'm like like go to sleep at 12 but watch netflix like i'm running about two hours sleep and i have been running two hours sleep for the whole of last year pretty much uh and that's just because of how much freelance work i was taking on in the amateur i kind of in the COD scene, I'd say I, I, I was like taking on all the amateur edits and and stuff, especially in Europe uh, or the UK. There is no viability whatsoever in amateur. Right. Again, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I agree with you because I'm pretty sure I've, I've asked you this question some sorts before, mm-hmm. and um, I definitely think it's difficult as a as a creative in the esport industry i mean not even just the fact that little orgs don't pay because they haven't got the money but i think it's difficult when it comes to competition wise because let's say the uk scene for example i definitely yeah. think there's there's a lot more photographers than there are for videographers in the esports scene million percent and i don't know that's why i've changed any... no that's what oh, exactly yeah. i don't know either because i remember i remember when i my first ever video in epic latin and i posted mm-hmm. it and then I was like, I thought to myself, like, except you, I don't think I've barely seen anyone who is, except Charles, who works for G2, that's different, he does yeah. international work, but, because photography, I was getting nowhere, you know, like, every, 
every job I've ever done, and I always, I always seem to bump into Joe Brady without fail. That's just a thing. He's everywhere, and it's difficult because you've got the iconic photographers who have built their name, built their brand, and. Like, for example, I haven't got, except Obtain, which I appreciate very much, and Dan knows that, I haven't got a piece of any form of work where there's video editing put up. I've got nothing for the past year because yep. I can't. I've got too much comp- so much competition who's already got jobs in orgs. I It's just difficult to get any work at the moment. Um, and I think I message about, I'm not kidding when I say I message about 20 orgs a day, and I may, if I'm lucky, get one reply. It's It's, it's insane. I, again, there in, in, let's, we'll use COD as the example because yeah. I don't really work outside COD. Um, there is four creatives, I would say, that run the amateur scene, right? Okay. And this is the danger because we work in duos. <laughs> Me and Kluxer. Oh, yeah. He's my, he's my duo photographer. I'm the video guy. Europe. I would quite confidently say we take over Europe in that regard. And yeah, then in America, you have Scott Cinema and Josh, or not Josh, um, I forgot his name. Oh, he's going to kill me. But it, like he's he's the photographer for Singularity. Um, oh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. I know who you mean as well. Yeah, I can't remember off the top. It begins with Jay. Um, I think I'm thinking of the video editor. Who's that? I'm thinking of Sammy Visuals. Who's that? So he's the video editor for Singularity. He's the editor, I know. Ah. Yeah, so there, there's a Singularity have a video guy and a photographer in NA, and I don't know <laughs> anyone else. No, um, not, in, no, uh, in our not. field. No, I, I in our industry. Think. No, I definitely think the European duo. You know, you and Clux are 100. percent And talking about Clux as well, you know, an amazing. He's an amazing photographer. I met yeah. I met him at CDL as well. I think. The best memory and i mentioned this quite often but so i remember so we were both working for team elitist actually in that in that um yeah event and i want to say it was a match funnily enough between singularity and team elitist and i was just taking some photos doing my thing and then i, I see someone blooming above me like right above me and the next yeah. thing i know the camera's on my head i'm like what is happening bloody clucks are using me as a tripod because he's like 10 foot tall uh, I use him as a tripod. How how tall are you? I I, I get overhead player shots using his. Oh, tripod. I couldn't reach his head if I tried. Yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, like that's that's the regard, right? Like like I I, I don't like thinking I have an ego. I, I personally don't think I have an ego. I personally, I think my work is overrated. Um, but one thing I did that nobody else does, and I don't think anybody else really kind of compares me to, is I market myself very well oh unbelievably well i had 400 followers and i went up now i have 1.3 thousand in a year that's really good no, and yeah. we're creatives and i, I did streams i agree with the marketing the marketing side 100 percent. yeah you definitely do promote yourself pretty well um yeah that's a point you mentioned actually about your followers that's that is a good point because i remember i don't look at people's profiles that often don't get me wrong but i do remember you having like 500 followers the last time i looked at your profile properly yeah. and you know you're sitting on 1301 followers i'm like wow that's a good point and that's annoying yeah. when it comes to twitter though. people people do look i think people look at numbers a lot as well 
and they they do and they don't the thing about my followers is if i release a video and i retweet it it gets a lot of credit um so with the renegades video that i did um like if i tweet renegades when they do like who should we hire yeah i have people inside of renegades saying me oh that's wow that's pretty good <laughs> so it, it's 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 that concept right like i think the biggest thing about creatives and it's not disrespecting any creatives right the biggest thing about creatives is they're really lazy marketing yeah and it, it's nothing against them because a lot of them might not need it right but if, if we really look at the figures um throughout the year I was dropping videos left, right, and center. Uh, I, with War, I built pretty much their whole video branding. I was the only video editor there as well as the, the owner. So I was doing all that work, you know, and pushing out content with them, pushing out the, the, the memes to get renegades, notice me. Um, you know, I was doing all my own work. And, you know, it, it with Atlas Lines, I used this the Spanish to my advantage. I, I did player interviews in Spanish and translated it from Spanish to English subtitles. You know, I, I did everything to work towards the audience that I'd be working towards. Um, and because of that, I, I grew relationships with mul multiple people. Um, with War, Singularity, Renegades, you know, the, the Liquid Videographer follows me, the Complexity Editors follow me, you know, like, and these, these are, I'm not bragging here, but it's, it's gone to the stage where people are aware who I am in that sense of, I've marketed myself. Yeah, I agree. Um, and now you're gone. Well, uh, like, in, in that regard, it's, it, it's just, you know, like, I love streaming, um, and uh, you know i streamed when it's quiet because esports is dead during december uh, it's the off season so um i i stayed using my platform i stayed building my brand to get more followers and more people to to kind of come chill with me which was my stream and now that we're about to hit esports now i'm going to be pushing two platforms and then i might start a youtube channel to push three platforms and i have a community discord uh, with over 200 people in it so you know I've, i'm very well equipped in the sense of i knew how to to market myself for the better and of course people are going to be like this and they're like yeah but he's he's not signed on a full-time contract with an organization okay let's look at it xl have flux g2 have film charles and liquid have rise uh reese rasmussen yeah right in my opinion, they're probably the three best videographers in Europe. Oh, without, yeah, hands down, I do. I agree with you there. They are they're incredible. So, and I don't speak any other language, so who am I meant to join if it's not one of the English-speaking orgs? Yep. That's it. And it doesn't help with, um, I think, one of the something that definitely goes against, well, I guess anyone who's trying to join an international org, but I definitely think more yeah. the UK is... We can't do anything internationally at the moment because we are literally locked yeah. in our country. And and I'm in university. Yeah, university actually. That um, that's um, a good good point for my last question actually because I want to. I'm interested in your answer to this question because <laughs> you are like seventy percent of the reason I am currently doing my degree at the moment. So yes. how important? Now this I'm going to probably uh, lock this onto filmmaking the uh, mm -hmm. filmmaking because 
this is too of a broad question if I do everything. Yeah. So for a videographer, a filmmaker, anything in the film industry, how important do you think having a degree is in the industry? Unbelievably important. Explain. Unbelievably important for two things. Uh, so obviously some of the best cinematographers and videographers don't need uh, degrees, right? Most of the time you won't need a degree if you're going down that route, which is fair enough. However, esports is very non-legitimate. People need to realize this. Everything about esports is not near legitimate, okay? It's only now hitting legitimacy as in in-house studios, right? Um, everything now is going into illegal, right? Yeah. Best example I can give, everybody is crying about the MCAs. Why does the MCAs exist? Why this? Why am I getting copyrighted? Yo, they yo, always yeah. existed. They, they always, always existed. existed. This this is what, if you're studying, you know. Copyright laws. It's it's not just a, a small law that, that shouldn't exist. It's no, a huge massive. legal matter, and it's messy as fuck. Oh, I agree. It is one of the few laws you don't want to get involved in. When you study... You learn about morals, you learn about ethics, you learn about copyright, you learn about infringements, you learn all the legal grounds um, that give you that awareness. So you're no longer just a videographer, you're no longer just a cinematographer uh, or a director, but then you can work towards producing. And you might be able to produce content in esports, but producing outside of esports documentaries and stuff is a lot of paperwork and if you have a degree and you have the experience your life is going to be a lot easier yeah okay that's a good answer definitely because obviously i talked to you about originally i talked to you about was it is it a good idea to get a degree and obviously i got your answer originally and now i'm currently doing my um bachelor's of arts degree in digital film production and I think one of my favourite things so far about this degree is you learn, you don't just learn about cinematography. That's a good chunk of it, don't get me wrong. But you learn everything within a the film industry. So it's yeah. a bit like you're chucked into a film studio and you're about to record a Hollywood film. And yeah. I like but right now, don't get, I, I've learned a lot within what the three months i've been doing i could probably stand in a film studio and tell you oh that guy's that that guy is that that guy does that oh the covid supervisor should be thinking of this should be thinking of that and i actually do think one of the most important things i've learned so far due to these times we're in obviously because of covid19 is i'm about 50 percent qualified to be a covid supervisor because we've got the training to think about safety i guess and um i would if we had time i would link it back to I'm assuming you've seen um, Tom Cruise and the um, thing where he shouted at his uh, workers. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I would go into that. I think, actually, we've got a bit of time, but we'll probably end it here because I need <laughs> to upload this. <laughs> but thank you very much for joining me on the third episode. I uh, <laughs> hope you in, enjoyed it, I guess. Yeah, no, it's a, I, I, mean, I, could, I could sit here for like six hours and, and rant. It's a, it's as simple as... It's a simple as just on the university topic people will watch this and they'll be like yeah he doesn't know what he's talking about or, or anything like that but okay well we're not spending 20 30 thousand a year on university because we're not in america right that's the that's the first big step um and the second thing is 
when you have a piece of paper and you have the experience and you're going against someone with just experience you win hands down why would they not hire the person who knows all the legal matters that's the most important thing a hundred percent yeah and that in esports it'll, it'll soon get like that people don't realize this uh, at all but i don't know how many times i've had to explain to other editors other org owners and to get everything switched to dmca free music oh you have to you know websites like yeah. artlist epidemic sound they're the they're yeah. um, websites that are really helping creatives do that at the moment yep yeah. and it's only now that people are actually using them no, I think that yeah, and I think they're amazing for what they do. The amount of choice you have, you know, because I've mm-hmm. I've dealt with the copyright thing a few times, and I've dealt with org owners who just don't really understand understand no. it at all. I've but, never met yeah. an org owner who understands it. Right. So well, anyway, I'm gonna have to end it here. We'll definitely have you back yes. very soon, hundred percent without a, without a doubt, because this is probably about fifteen percent of what you wanted to talk about. So oh, it's a small percent, exactly. probably less. Oh, God. Yeah, I will definitely have you for another episode then. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Mike. Uh, Mick, sorry. Mistake again. Of course. But thank you very much. All right. I'll catch you guys later in the next episode. Thank you very much.